don't clap, it's cringe. <laughs> I don't clap anymore, it's cringe. That's cringe. Yeah, clapping? That's it's like fake and gay. That's like boomer clap. shit. Yeah. Sexuals right. aren't real. It's <laughs> <laughs> my favorite line from that one, honestly. <laughs> Bisexuals are an op. <laughs> they're real, but they're an op. They're like Australians. Where yeah. do we stand on New Zealanders? Uh, New Zealand's real, but it's not where they say it is. Okay. <laughs> it's actually in the Caribbean. Okay, so, De- so Dev's working up to a hard stance. Yeah. Well, I, you know me. I have to come out of the gate of a hard stance. There was, there's this great fucking subreddit that's about maps of New Zealand where they, sorry, maps of the world where they just don't have New Zealand on it. And there's this wonderful story that someone mm. posted on there one time of a guy who was trying to like get into a country. He was, uh, um, I think it might've been like somewhere in the, uh, the Mideast. And they were going like, they didn't think New Zealand was real. And he was like, look, it's, he goes over to the big map they've got on the wall and New Zealand isn't fucking on it. <laughs> so Amazing. he can't point out Amazing. where he comes from. I love I map truth more than Incredible. anything else. I once read a... Your country doesn't look so fucking real now, does it? Show it to me on this map. <laughs> where is it? I, I <laughs> it's just once... a map of the UAE. <laughs> well, I can't... <laughs> I can't remember what I was going to say. Oh yeah, no, no, I do, I do. No, I remember, I remember. I mm-hmm. once, I once read a very, very long and very weirdly well researched thing, uh, which was arguing that the Iliad is supposed to have taken place on the British Isles. Oh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> what? Oh yeah, it was written by a whack job, but a whack job with a uh, significant uh, breadth of knowledge of Greek of, 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 of Bronze Age terminology. Well, there you go. There you go. Stoke on Troy. That's <laughs> Men will really read the Iliad, but won't say <gasps> Iliad to the lads. That's right. There you go. Yeah. That's right. Welcome. Yeah. To yet another episode Hopefully. of Masters of Our Domain, <laughs> a podcast which is allegedly about Seinfeld, but primarily about the Iliad. Uh, I'm Marlo Edwards, someone who's never seen Seinfeld, but oh boy, have I read the fucking Iliad. <laughs> Man, that shit, that shit I know about. I'm joined as ever by my co-host, Phoebe Roy. Hello. That is all she ever says. And we're joined this week by a very special guest, returning returning champion, um, now now on the free one. It's my God. They put me on front of the paywall. Yeah, no, <laughs> not watch Seinfeld, not read the Iliad. I'm the least educated person here. Um, yeah. Shoving Dev up against the paywall for their views. That's right. Um, no longer protected by the paywall. <laughs> no longer <laughs> hidden behind the paywall, saying all yeah. those libelous things now in front Mu- of it. Still saying much like much like the cowering Trojan princes hiding behind the paywall. Oh, For yeah. what is <laughs> Troy what was are the bonus content? Troy? <laughs> <laughs> it was Greek bonus content. Yeah, yeah. the The Greeks were nothing but hogs who refused to pay. Yeah, trying to get that bonus content. And the Trojan horse is one of those copy-pasted feed URLs that they have on the subreddit. Mm. Oh, yeah. Bastards. Mm, Bastards. Yeah. Thieves. <laughs> Pay yeah. for your podcasts. Yeah, wait, yeah. F- forget that Look. explanation of how you can pirate the podcast. Don't, don't <laughs> listen to that. And, Look, uh, journalism is not free, okay? Yeah, that's, that's right. right. And this that's is journalism. Right. This is journalism. We're this investigating is Jerry Seinfeld. This is cultural reportage. Hmm. Reportage, if you will. No. It's the sort of thing you might Absolutely have in a Sunday not. magazine. Reportage? What, you French? Yeah, that's right. 
You're saying or Rapporteur Osborne well, just in case a French bloke might hear you. <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Yeah, reportage mm. is when you're investigating the French. That's right. Mm. As they should be. This man does not even have a mistress, huh? Very suspicious. Very suspicious. Put a tag on him. Yeah. Mm. Let's be suspicious like of the cow. French, basically, all the time. Suspicious. Yeah. Think that's when it's a woman who's suspicious. <laughs> yeah. Putting a tag through their ear. Like, like a dairy cow, cow yeah. <laughs> Tracking this Frenchman like his Bigfoot, you know? Ah, bon. As we call it in France. <laughs> Many don't even believe that it's it, that Bigfoot's real, but I've seen them. I've seen those French motherfuckers. Mm. <laughs> Are you a unified Bigfoot theory or a Bigfoot species theorist? Like, is every Bigfoot sighting the same Bigfoot, or is there like a species of them? Um, I'm a Bigfoot oh. speciesist personally, okay. but I'm be I am willing to be persuaded on the unified mm. on like the Bigfoot. Yeah, the unified Bigfoot theory. The unified Bigfoot, yeah. I'm willing to be persuaded. I think species is more likely. Biggest. Well, yeah, probably. Biggest pedis. Biggest the, fishes. The genus, yeah. <laughs> it's actually technically a camelid. Um, that's what people don't realise. Yeah. Bigfoot has a big big hump. You see, too Bigfoot, it is just a foot. Yeah. So it's a re- well, he it's calls a regular, us small Yeah, because it's a regular size foot for him. He's just foot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm. Who are they? The, the big feet. <laughs> the big feet. The big feet. I'm looking now at a map of Bigfoot sightings. Try and look at it from... <laughs> There's from... no New Zealand on it. Well, it's mostly in America, um, but it also goes a lot higher than I was expecting. There's one sighting right in, like, Nunavut of Canada. Oh. Like, properly not. I'm like, man, what's he doing up there? Well, it's yeah. going to be cold. He's into cross-country skiing. He's cold. <laughs> bring him in. You got feet that big. Oh, but you gotta bring the big foot in, otherwise it gets chilly. <laughs> yeah, it's um it's the uh, gotta put out some blankets and a little dish of milk. <laughs> the the ancient Greek concept of Ksenia, where you know, you if it's if he's on a journey, you yes, have to let yeah. Big Fit into your house. And then um once Bigfoot has stayed in your house, you then can't engage in combat with each other. Yeah. Nor can any of your mm. descendants engage in combat with one another. Yeah. That's um that is low key one of the funniest parts of the Iliad. It's just like routinely like it's a heat of battle. Like people are like chopping each other's heads off and stuff. And then two guys meet in the middle of the battlefield and they're like, Dave, I've how are you bloody doing? <laughs> or even better, like our grandfathers were mates, like one time, and they both recall the exact circumstances <laughs> under which their grandfathers met. Like clearly their grandfathers were bored. Okay, I'm gonna spitball something. I'm gonna make a suggestion. Feel free mm-hmm. to reject mm-hmm. it, okay. but the Iliad, be- specifically because of that, the Iliad is the Jewish epic. <laughs> everyone's just an no, uncle. Everyone's everyone's an uncle. Everyone's obliged to have some kind of uneasy, yeah. uneasy Loads of guys con- with the same name, but the, one of them's big and one of them's little. It, yes, yeah. that's that's a very Jewish thing. Having mm. like Big David and Little David, like that's mm. like that's super Jewish. Mm. Mm. That's like, that's, yeah, that's just hot, mm. hot Jew shit. That's what that is. Hot Jew shit. I think it would definitely be worth breaking bread with Bigfoot just to get a Ksenia going, because I don't know how long yeah. that motherfucker lives. So yeah. you'd be keeping, like, well, doesn't ancestors it, doesn't, it, doesn't it depend on mm. whether or not it's unified or whether or not it's a species? Mm. That's right. Again, I'm, I'm, I'm 
<laughs> Again, I more of a Bigfoot unified. You're, you're having dinner theorist. with Bigfoot, and then you're just yeah. you're having to hear a lot of his views, <laughs> which are quite unpleasant. You've had a nice dinner well, out with Bigfoot. And you I go mean, back to the house. Like, you invite like, him in for some tea. He's a creature like, of say his what time. Say Nigel Farage. He's a creature of his time. He's been alive for a very, very long time. Like you can't like, expect say him what to you be. About Ataturk. <laughs> you can't expect him to be up on all the terminology. He makes a good point. Um, being being misgendered by Bigfoot. Oh, I wouldn't want to correct him. I'd be like, no, he might he uh. might be quite gracious about it. I think Bigfoot. There is another aspect of the Iliad which is Jewish, and I can't remember what it is. Oh yeah, like the whole thing is about a young man sulking. Oh yeah, mm, classic, classic Philip Roth activity. Mm. There, I do love sulking. Love sulking. It is fun. Love sulking. Um, I mean, like, tech. Like, He's this complaining because she didn't dip him in the river the whole way. <laughs> she dipped most of him in. The ho- <laughs> like, the horse is not in the Iliad. Oh, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. But the horse That's is. That's funny because it's like the most famous part yeah, I of know, the Iliad that people anno- know yeah, and it doesn't It's very appear annoying it, and it's yeah. not in there, yeah. Um, but the horse is, uh, yeah, it's like, oh, what? People bring you a gift and you want to go looking inside it? Like, like no, 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 no. He was nice enough to bring us a gift. You mm. say thank you and you bring it into the walls. Mm. Yeah. Busting open those back walls. Paris, yeah. Paris, you've got the like handsome, like handsome fail son who's like. What's the French call him? Paris. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> to the French, he doesn't even have a name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like, what? Just Prince. Interesting. <laughs> it's just like Prince in many ways, I would say, yeah. definitely. Um, purple horse, purple <laughs> horse. There you go. That's what that song was originally called. Beautiful. The label made him change it. You've sort of wasted me here a little bit because, like, this, this very much, this episode of Seinfeld, um, which I have notes on, but not that many, only like five, it's very much the Seinfeld fans episode of Seinfeld. It's very meta. It is, um, and it's starting up a like super storyline that goes all the way over season four, sort of which is also very line. yes, that's right. Which is yeah. which is also very meta and very self-referential, mm. Mm. Um, and you can actually uh, make some quite interesting um, cultural theoretical commentary on it. But we're not going to do that. No, we're just going to sing the purple horse. Song. I feel like you yeah. could maybe. I don't know that I could. Phoebe I'm maybe could, but she won't. On Milo. <laughs> no, I won't. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no, I won't. And I Mike, definitely I won't. refuse to. Yeah, that's right. That's not what this podcast is about. You don't tune into this podcast because you want to hear two people or three people talk about Seinfeld. No, that's not what it's for. You don't. You don't want to hear what like You're ridiculous. You don't want to hear like what John Berger might have mm. <laughs> might have had to say about this particular series. You don't put on Buddy Holly by Weezer expecting it to be a Buddy Holly song. It's weird because it is actually a Buddy Holly song. <laughs> People don't know this; it's a cover. Yeah, that's all right. It, and it was quite weird when Buddy it Holly was, was yeah, singing. It yeah. was weird. Yeah, it was, was just very like, strange. Buddy, do you want to maybe? Do you want to maybe give it a different title? And he was like, "No, but like the reason that." It's funny is that when I say yeah. woo woo woo, I look just like Buddy Holly. Is that I am Buddy Holly? Yeah. Don't you get it? Um, and what's really funny is that um, whenever I sing this song, somehow Mary Tyler Moore is always just over there. Yeah. And I point at her and say, 
And you're Mary Tyler you're Moore. You're Mary Tyler And she goes, Moore. I know. I know. I know I'm Mary <laughs> Tyler Moore. I'm not mental. Moore. I know. I, I have object permanence. I know who I am. But Buddy Holly was trying to gaslight women. <laughs> he would just point at any woman and go, and you're Mary Tyler Moore. And they're like, <laughs> like just go along with it. He gets violent. Yeah, you would disarm him first by telling a truth, mm. which is that he does look like Buddy Holly. And then he follows that up with any woman. It's yeah, this is like how that. you get He's Buddy Holly the into your Chaplin cult. thing. Where no one thinks he mm. is Buddy Holly, they think he just looks like him. Yeah, that's yeah. right. But like, you look a lot like Buddy Holly. Have I ever, speaking of Weezer, have I ever told you about the time that I <laughs> physically knocked Rivers Cuomo over? I ra- like, that's why I think he is stupid cover. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck you, <laughs> you prick. You don't look like Buddy Holly. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Did you leave him wheezing? I, I did indeed leave him wheezing. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I uh, ran I ran directly into him because... I'm just <laughs> you clocked him at like, a- like spear tackling Rivers. <laughs> <laughs> you clocked him across the room and you're like, he's gone. He's done for. Yeah, Phoebe just like Goku fucking charging across there. <laughs> I clotheslined that motherfucker. Yeah. Energy beam shooting out of her back. Yeah, yeah uh, it was because I was, uh, <laughs> I was in the backstage bit of, um, or like, no, not the backstage bit, mm. but like the bit which is between backstage and the kind of betwixt, the front betwixt. and backstage. I was in the liminal space mm, yeah. <laughs> of the Reading Festival. <laughs> okay. Um, it was, it was, yeah, it was basically because uh, I had like a press ticket or something, or like kind of similar, like kind of like a VIP ticket, but like not quite backstage. But you could go to the places where the like the acts like hung out. And I had mm. in my head that if that the only reason that I wasn't currently engaged in a sexual relationship with Julian Casablancas was right. because not because I was a 16 year old girl from a different country. That wasn't why no. it was mm. because he simply had not met me and had a chance to fall in love with me. Right. Of okay. course. Yeah. So I was poodling around in this like area, uh, hoping to be able to, uh, Find old make Julian Casablancas. Yeah, I was gonna honey trap mm. Julian Casablancas. That was my plan. Yeah, you've been paid by the KGB. <laughs> yeah, to mm. uh, yeah, we to, are trying to, to turn Julian to, Casablancas. To, to we want to find Julian out what tracks are going to be on the next Strokes album ahead of time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Anyway, so, I'm have you of... ever considered <laughs> Moscow City Cops? <laughs> What about that, Julian? I don't know why I'm doing like a Georgian accent. Yeah, no, I don't this. know why that is. Please join the Georgian KGB. <laughs> it's part of the overall KGB it's because the, it's still the Soviet Union. It's the KGB, but the G stands for Georgian. Yeah. 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 Uh, the, the <laughs> Comitech Gossadastvanoid <laughs> Georgia. Yeah. Yeah. And I saw him. Or rather, I thought uh. I saw him. What I actually saw was, it was like 2002. So what I actually saw well, you was... You saw Buddy Holly and you're like, holy shit. Is that- <laughs> <laughs> what I actually saw was just... Mary Tyler Was Moore? just some guy <laughs> in a blazer and converse. It could have been literally anyone because it, it was been 2002. Any guy at the time, yeah. Literally mm. just could have been any guy at the time. Um, and so I, start, so I thought, well, I, I can like run over there like stealthily and then kind of hang about nearby looking mm. alluring and very much 16 mm. which or, is alluring to some well 
but not as it turns yeah, out. Yeah, man, we've Julian mentioned on this podcast. <laughs> yeah. And so, so <laughs> fair I, play so to Julian <laughs> Casablanca. Fair play, Julian Casablanca. He passed the smell trap. test. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and so I started well, I hope like. I didn't smell you. That's quite weird. Julian Casablanca's travel pig. Anyway, um, confirmed. <laughs> confirmed. And uh, are we going to have to cut all of this out? Is this? Is this I don't think or? we're going to have to cut this. No. So I start. So we're I, saying he's not a nonce. Yeah, that's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. So no, I he's start definitely kinda, not a nonce. So I start yeah. running. This and... story is entirely true. You tried and failed to fuck Julian Casablanca. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. That's true. So I start. So I start kind of like running, but trying to run in such a way that it doesn't look like I'm running. So okay. it was like kind of keeping my upper body very, very still while my feet went dilly, 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 dilly. Mm. Um, and obviously I wasn't looking where I was going because I had my eye on this guy in the blazer and the mm. converse. And I just thwack, just full pelt into this, like into this guy who like drops his beer and like almost like, almost like kind of gets not clean off his feet because I really just barreled into him. And I sort of stopped going, oh God, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I look at who he is, it's Rufus Cuomo. He's like dusting himself off in a very kind of like petulant, peevish way. And he was just like, no, no it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. It's a Looney Tunes ass <laughs> mental image of you running across this hall. <laughs> like let go like in my arm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Phoebe and Rufus Cuomo like tumbling together on the floor and it's just like dust with like arms and legs poking out. <laughs> So that's why you haven't heard much from Rivers Cuomo lately. Yeah, he's been recovering from his injuries. <laughs> yeah, since two thousand and two. See, I'm now not. I'm now wondering Ooga. whether that's even his mm. last name or whether I've conflated it no, with it another last name. Rivers it is his Cuomo. last name. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Don't know. Okay. I actually saw Weezer at Reading Festival some years later. Yeah. There you go. So we're all bound. Did together. he look just like Buddy Holly? I've never seen. Uh, I mean, I've seen Rivers Cuomo more up close in pictures than I did at Reading Festival, as you can imagine. <laughs> I mean, some people get to see him very up close at Reading Festival, as as you've demonstrated. <laughs> but for most people, it's more of a kind of peering from the distance affair. Yeah, well, not all of us can be so lucky. Mm, that's right. Does this episode start with a bit? It does. It, does. it commences with a bit. Baffling where Jerry, bit. yeah, is talking about... I'm not going to lie, this bit makes no sense. He's talking about how your parents love to take you to historical sites when you're a kid, but they're not very authentic because <laughs> like, one of the reenactors will be like wearing a Metallica t-shirt or what it, what it is. That's not the reference he makes, but it's something of I that think nature. it literally is. I, it might well be. It is a t-shirt for something modern, but it's not actually Metallica. I think that was after this. That's too, Metallica weren't around, I don't think, when this... Weren't they? Oh, I they find out. were. Weren't Metallica... Well, like Metallica were like late 90s, no? No, weren't they le- like late 80s? Weren't they formed in the late 80s? Devin? Listen. As our Metallica correspondent, <laughs> could yeah. you uh, You Again, you've picked this. someone properly uh, not that useful to be a Metallica settle correspondent. This, yeah. uh, this discussion? No, I'm not going to be doing that. Um, I think he said... I but... think he says Metallica... No, it it was Steve. definitely something else. I just plucked Metallica out of nowhere, but but now all I can hear is Metallica. Yeah, it is Rivers Cuomo T-shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know, you go to the you're the historical site, and the guy's wearing a Strokes T-shirt. I'm not even sure that's like the point of the bit. The point of the bit is that the mm. is that it's boring to go to historical sites when you're a kid. Yeah, well, and then he's like, and then they take you to see an Amish place and then it's like yeah no one has a phone or a tv and he's like oh it's just like being a kid the Amish are just grounded i think that's funny mm. that no? was fine it's not, okay yeah i think that was fine 
Um, I like the no, idea the, the of Amish, saying to a kid, Amish you are Amish. You are Amish, young man. Bizarre, That's funny. It's just a bizarre bit. Like the whole, like the beginning of the historical site. I quite liked going to historical sites when I was a kid. Yeah, so did I. But I suspect we weren't average. But Jerry Seinfeld's got to be a nerd, surely. I mean, he became a stand-up comedian. Uh, it's yeah. Def Leppard in the episode. Def uh, Leppard? Def Leppard's t-shirt. Mm. You know the problem with Def Leppard? I had to Def open Le- it up. I had nothing you know to contribute, so I just Leppard. went to find out. Mm. It's That's just a not- Def Leppard. It's not a Def Offender. <laughs> <laughs> That's not Fucking how you hell. spell either Def or Leopard. No. So Ironically, it was a dyslexic leopard. <laughs> and not a Def one. Def yeah. Leopard. Def Leppard were the ones with the one-armed drummer, weren't they? Band. That's right. Yeah. Maybe he wrote the name. <laughs> Fucking hell. <laughs> it was a series What's of typos. <laughs> L-E-P-P-A-R-D. Yeah. Got it. No, the the Amish County joke's funny. Yeah, it's funny. The Mm. opening sentence, our parents love to take you to historical sites when you're a kid, was a little left field, sure, but (laughs) I Mm. guess they do. And it's also nothing to do with the the content of the episode. It's a non sequitur. Kids love going to historical sites. I don't know. I'm trying to think of a single historical site I went to. I would think, okay, no, hang on. Just let's do a thought experiment here, okay. right? Okay. We, we, all, we all have other halves, right? People yeah. that we date. That's true. At, at no point do, do we of a weekend go like, what should we do? Should we go to like a, a Norman castle for a tour That's... and like do a reenactment? I, but if like, we had like a five-year-old child, we might be what no, would amuse this five-year-old no, child. Well, no, true. that's actually hugely inaccurate. Like me and George okay. are planning on going to the Mithraeum next week. What the fuck is the Mithraeum? Ah, oh, shit! The, the Mithridates Museum. It's the it's the it's the Roman Brotherhood Temple of Mithras that's under that's like under London. That's been excavated. It's in Temple. The Roman can, Brotherhood, very different from the Aryan Brotherhood, actually. That's right. Yeah, exactly. It's fucking that's sick. Really does sound fun. So we're going to so go and look at it. Okay. Yeah. That's that's a bit more of like a highbrow historical site than the kind we that went to Tintagel Castle. Talking about. I, I climbed went to up Tintagel. a wall. I climbed up a kind of like decaying wall and got yelled at. <laughs> yeah, going to like a site of some beauty when you're on holiday is a bit different, I think. Holidays are a bit of an exception. Okay. But I feel like when I was a kid, my parents would quite often take me to like, I don't know, the Tower of London or whatever, I or like the Science the Museum. But like London. they wouldn't they didn't wouldn't do that on their own as adults. They wouldn't my like my mum and dad wouldn't be like, let's have a day out at the Science Museum. <laughs> like, I absolutely hmm. would. I feel like a five-year-old with me would hamper my enjoyment of a day out at the Science yeah, Museum. To be honest, a five-year-old would hamper my enjoyment of most things. You wouldn't just go to the Natural History Museum to look at the dinosaurs. I do that Maybe. constantly. Yeah. Dinosaurs when are I, when I, was I don't London, think I went a... there a lot. To be fair, the dinosaurs at the Natural History Museum do kind of suck. It's quite an old exhibit. Um, yeah, you're you're on notice, dinosaurs at the a Natural History Museum. No, it's quite outdated, I it's <laughs> the dinosaurs are quite outdated. Do you the artworks around. Do you want to know something outdated. funny about mm. the Natural History Museum? Okay. Um, the face. founder, whose name was Sir Richard, Sir Richard, Owen? Sir Richard Natural History Museum. Li- yeah. <laughs> okay. He was called Sir Richard Attenborough Natural History Museum. That was his name. I think yeah. it was Sir Richard Owen. I think it was something like Sir that. Sir Richard Dinosaur Skeleton. Who found it? <laughs> he did not believe <laughs> in evolution. The inventor of the dinosaurs. <laughs> Sir David Dinosaur Skeleton. <laughs> it's like yeah. double barrel. I really like that. Yeah, that's right. 
Uh, <laughs> I didn't even listen to my yeah, fact. We're actually we're I'm all, so we're all creationists, and we believe that dinosaur skeletons were put there by Sir David Dinosaur Skeleton, <laughs> yeah. the inventor of the dinosaur yeah, skeleton. He didn't believe in evolution. Oh fuck! We've lathed it again. Yeah. He didn't, he didn't believe in evolution. He was, yeah. Uh, he, and I remember reading this thing about it, and then I was just like, well, so what did he think they were? Mm. And he was like a, he was like one of those sort of biblical, well, probably dragons or something. I don't know. But like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, dragons, sick. I guess. Yeah, yeah, fuck yeah, it, dragons. Yeah, dragons. Cool. Why not? Um, uh, that, yeah. that dinosaur could be Welsh. We don't know that it's not. That's right. All dinosaurs are Welsh. I always found that very weird when I guess it's like all dinosaurs are part of the Welsh diaspora. Yeah, I guess it's they loved a rare bit. (laughs) Yes, we are. (laughs) I guess it's yes, we are. I guess it's Patagonia dinosaurs, fucking riddled with them. Most most British dinosaurs come from the Isle of Wight. Yeah, which is also uh, which is a Wales offshoot. (laughs) It's a franchise of Wales. The Isle of Wight is Welsh. It's a Welsh island. Okay. Um. What was I going to say? No feedback on that. I think it's it's probably an <laughs> indictment notes. of the sort of dogmatic thinking of creationists. But I always found it quite interesting when creationists, like you know, creationist thinkers, would be confronted with something like, "What about all these dinosaur bones that are sixty-five million years old or whatever?" Instead of going, "Yeah, God made them sixty-five million years ago. Maybe the Earth is ten thousand years old." Was like a bit of an allegory about the age of the earth. Allegory. That's fine. That's allegory. quite an easy thing to uh, accommodate. They were like, no, they were put there as a bit by God to trick us into <laughs> thinking there were dinosaurs, but well, there some, weren't. Well, so I think, uh, I, some of them say that they were put there. God. It's a great, yeah, like, yeah, great, like, great prank um, <laughs> yeah. by the almighty. Some of them say that they were put Welcome there by God. Welcome to Jackass, I'm God. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, some yeah. of them say that God put them there to like test your faith. Mm. And then some some people say so it's very much like a very much kind of personality type test. Some mm. people say that Satan put them there to like fuck with you. Mm. God put them there to test your faith. Like you're going to find a dinosaur and be like, oh, God isn't real. If Satan really wanted to fuck with us, why wouldn't he just make dinosaurs and just let them loose? That would fuck with us. Well, Satan is very bored, but also quite limited in his capacity. Oh, he's overworked. Yeah, he's overworked, and the, he doesn't get the funding, so he can't like he can't employ anyone to like he's delegate like the national theatre. Like, what do, yeah, what do you think mm. Satan's human resources is like at the moment? Pretty bad. I imagine it's a bit of a hostile work it's environment, hostile to be work honest. It's probably struggles. They probably have a lot of like turnover of employees. They do. Mm. Um, they don't pay very well. There was... Um, a lot there of out-of-work actors been, are doing the torturing in hell. There, there, yeah. there, there was a lot of, lot of issues with the Glassdoor reviews. Doing six weeks in hell as a torturer, and then I'm doing Panto with Jim Davidson, which is arguably worse. Which, <laughs> <laughs> which is which? <laughs> yeah, way. Hey. <laughs> I will be torturing audiences. Uh, we have talked about the bit, and we are almost half yeah, an hour in. Awesome. Great. Uh, to be fair, classic mood. Classic mood. Um, Big mood. So, yeah. We're all in the pocket of Big mood. Big mood. Cow posting. So we cut to uh, Jerry and George who are in a bar. They're talking to another comedian who's recently been to Gettysburg to visit the historical site there, which is just just to sort of relate it back to the bit, but it never comes up again. No. It's just completely throwaway. <laughs> just... Um, just gone. It's just fucking gone. The guy goes on stage and then George is like, what did they do for toilet paper in the Civil War? 
And then Jerry's like, maybe there should be a toilet paper museum where they track toilet paper through the ages. First of all, this is a reasonable question from George. I would be interested and to go to that museum. Yeah, I, I, yeah, I would be yeah. really interested to go to a toilet paper museum. And second, this is just, yeah, just yet another lovely piece of character building. Just, just, just subtly implanting the idea that Costanza is fixated on toilet paper and mm. all he cares about in any situation is the toilet paper situation. You get questions like this a lot, like, and you see them often. They'll like go viral online, like a question like, "What was toilet paper like in the olden days?" Well, it wasn't like anything. They didn't have it. Like, what, like, what, what were video games like in the 19th century? It's just a totally absurd question. Like, well, obviously they didn't have it, you fucking idiot. It came with the age of mass production. Like, before that, people, like, used water. They used a fucking sponge on a stick. Like, like why, didn't the, why didn't the besieged people of Troy simply use, the, simply use like, their what? Amazon ring light? Wiping my ass with vellum. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, the, some people's grasp on reality is amazing to me. So what did they do? Like leaves. Use leaves, running water, grass, sponge on a stick, whatever. these kind of things. I mean, fine. In a lot of cases, that's what soldiers in the field do now. Mm. If you're on an exercise for like ten days, like sure, you're gonna run like, out okay, of fucking toilet paper. What if you're paper. like at home and it it's medieval? What are you doing about the the wiping situation? Do they just all have nappy rash all the time? I think they probably are doing some sort of wiping, but it depends on the. I mean, like for example, would they not have like in the Arab world to this kind of day, they mostly use wiping. water, right? Yeah, but that's yeah. what I'm saying. Would they yeah. would they not just have used water? Well, I think it depends where you are in what time period. The the Romans, as we know, used a sponge on a stick. Yeah. Mm. Hence the expression "getting the wrong end of the stick." Yeah. Of course. I mean, well, I I would argue water is probably better than toilet roll in a lot of cases. Yeah, I'm like, sure that's probably. I mean, you get poo on like your arm. You don't just wipe it off with a bit of paper, then go. Yeah, I'm done. Like you <laughs> yeah. would, you would probably use you water in this scenario. <laughs> oh, you know what? Fair enough. Don't mean to assume yeah. anything about you there, Phoebe. <laughs> yeah. Why are you getting poo on your arm? I said this was a hypothetical. Look, after a big night out laboratory. Point. <laughs> <laughs> there's no, there's no fucking running water in laboratory. They're just handing out everyone kitchen roll. <laughs> All right, clean yourselves up. Oh god. Oh god. Hmm. Anyway. Yeah. Um so then then some guys from NBC. Would they have one of those sort of squirty things? Squirty <laughs> things. What a douche. No, not a douche. Like um, <laughs> I mean like it'd you, work. It, it would work, that's fair. Although you're not supposed to although you're not supposed to do it too frequently because it like clears out the Rectal mucus or something—it's really bad yeah, for you. It's like it's really bad rectal for like mucus is my speed metal band. It's really, it's really bad for like your butt flora to do that. I'm Sir flora. David Dinosaur Skellington, and this is <laughs> rectal mucus. <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> Welcome to Jackass. I am butt flora. <laughs> butt flora is the little flora gill who lives in your rectum. Oh, that's quite cute. I'm being horny in front of my mum. <laughs> Shut up, butt flora. <laughs> Please stop doing that, butt flora. <laughs> Interesting. Yes. Mm. Um, These people that have approached um, Jerry. Uh, yeah, they're saying yeah, they're from yeah. NBC. George says uh, he's terrific at spelling last names and he has a go at spelling their last names. I love that. It was, yeah. That was good, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did really the, other one, so the other one refuses to tell George's last name. <laughs> Um, like yeah, he doesn't even say he's terrific at spelling last names. He hears the last name and he like goes ah 
and like spells yeah, it, and then like the last oh, name I'm is Crispy. Terrific. I'm terrific at spelling Which is a last great name. name. And then he never, he, and then he like doesn't get a single other one right. Yeah, lovely perfect. little callback. Beautiful. I, little I love back. it when um, people have a first a, a first name and surname that somehow their parents didn't work out when naming them when when read together all as one have like an unfortunate. There was a guy that um, one of my friends knew at Cambridge who was called Chris Peacock. Um, no. It's unfortunate. Mm, that's not oh, ideal. No. <laughs> uh, that's not for Peacock's best. unfortunate anyway, but Chris Peacock is... There was a kid in my year whose surname was Woodcock. Oh. He, he had a rough time of it. My friend, mm. uh, my friend from uh, my friend <laughs> no, from school had a boyfriend. <laughs> he ended up self-harming. Actually, it was pretty, <laughs> actually, it pretty awful. Yeah, it's a pretty brutal. sad, yeah. sad story. Yeah, I'd actually no, it was quite cool. Actually, day. I think he overcorrected. Yeah. So, oh, okay. Uh, there was a yeah. He became a um, s- uh, soft vagina. Yeah, <laughs> changed his name okay. by Dean Paul. <laughs> well, there's. Yeah, I mean, yeah, there's, I one of my I'd... friends on Twitter is called Katie Type Pussy. So. Katie Tunstall's weird rebrand. Shout out to Katie Type Pussy. I do agree. So you're going to say shout out to Katie Tunstall? (laughs) Sorry, baby. Would you like to carry on? (laughs) Black Horse and the Cherry Tree, pretty good song, in my opinion. (laughs) And she had a very tight pussy. Also, very tight pussy. You know what? Fair enough. That's why all the dads liked her so much. Mm. They could just tell. That's what they call a Tunstall tipped screw. <laughs> Once you've had Tunstall, you never go back. That's right. Um, mm. Yeah. Um, my friend from school had a boyfriend mm-hmm. whose name was whose name was Dan, but it was short for Danny. That was what was on his birth certificate. Um, oh, who puts that's wrong? Oh, oh that's oh, fucked up. Oh, oh, even better, even better. His middle name on his birth certificate actually properly was Boy. <laughs> oh, no. Danny boy, that's really unfortunate. Danny boy, no, yep, no, yes. I also knew a guy at at uh, uni who went who went by Mick, but whose uh, full name was Michael Douglas Adams. So he was either Douglas Adams or Michael Douglas. Oh, that's beautiful, oh, yeah. ridiculous, absolutely beautiful. Yeah, the best that my favorite thing when I was at school was. The only thing I liked about doing exams was uh, at the start of each exam, uh, a teacher would like read out the read out like the kind of the register, and they would read out snorting away. They would like read out everyone's (laughs) full names, so like you got to find out about people's like incredibly embarrassing, ridiculous middle names, and it's the only time you ever found out about them. God, finding out middle names day was so good. Every yeah. time we got our like yeah. report cards back, it had middle names on it. And the whole tutor group was like, oh, I can't believe it. Everyone That's loses their shit when they find out my middle name. I don't know why. What is your middle name? Leonard. Yeah, that's He's trying not to laugh. That's pretty hard, man. That's incredible. Yeah. That, go- that whips. That goes yeah. so Leonard is hard. Good. Yeah. Why don't you call yourself Leonard? You got to go so by much Leonard, better. Man. <laughs> <laughs> Lenny! <laughs> Lenny! Mm. Can I call you Lenny no. from now on? Can it be my special <laughs> cute nickname for me? <laughs> at, at no stage. At no point will you be calling me Lenny. No. Dev, do you have a middle name? Uh, I got two. They're quite boring though. David Allen. Yeah. Mm. Um, my, David one of my is spelled f- in the Welsh manner though, so it's D A F Y double D. Yeah, it's said Dafford. Yeah, Daffod. It's fine. It's fine. It's not. It's not said Dafford. Daffod. It's spelled. It's Daffod. 
Uh, no, I think you'll find it's spelled. It's pronounced David. <laughs> I think I would know, but that's interesting. Michelangelo. What, what are your middle names then, Phoebe? I think you're fine. Um, Rosa Holly. Oh yeah, that is true. Yeah. I hear that literally every yeah. time I do a fucking yeah. gay episode because so, it's Rosa. If anyone's looking to Rosa take out any loans in any of our names, <laughs> yeah, um, my mother's Phoebe's maiden mother's name is date of birth is yeah. <laughs> uh, Rosa is after Rosa Luxemburg, oh. and Holly nice. is bizarrely, after Holly Willoughby. <laughs> it's after Buddy Holly. <laughs> no, it is. No. It is. Yeah. Bringing you know it back, there's, baby. There's a passing resemblance, <laughs> I would say. If I'd been a boy, they would have called me Buddy. That was one of the names oh, on the list. I'm no. not even joking. Can you imagine? <sighs> People don't think that these episodes in... are scripted quite as tightly as they are, but that was a <laughs> yeah. perfect callback. <laughs> Guys, so going good. through life in North London being called Buddy Roy. <laughs> <laughs> Such a geezer name. Fuck yeah. You'd come out the pussy yeah. 45 years old. Right. No fucking <laughs> Buddy Roy. <laughs> yeah, if if a Cockney guy was called Buddy Roy, his real name would be like Stephen. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, fuck, um, that's good. My friend from university had like because he was posh had like sixteen names in the way that uh, posh Classic. people do, and two of his middle names were uh, were David George, and on um, degree Daffod. day, what's it called? <laughs> yeah, Dafford. That's how you say Daffod, it. Yeah. That's how you say it, Dafford. That's true. Um, mm. On um, yeah, on what's it called? What? What, graduation. Degree day. Graduation. Yeah, degree day. <laughs> yeah, degree, <laughs> degree day. day. Yeah, no, but it's the day where we celebrate Sir Samuel Degree, yeah. the inventor of the protractor. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and on degree day, um, what they what they did um, before <laughs> we got like summoned out onto the stage to shake the vice chancellor's hand um, mm. was that they would show us. Uh, where our names have been printed on the kind of big spreadsheet so that they could like make sure that it was us so that we they were like announcing the correct name before we went onto the stage. Is this you? Is this you? Is this you? And that's when they served us with subpoena papers. It was really, it was a oh, really yeah. awful situation. Um, and because his name was too long, it had like truncated two of his names together on the kind of database printout. Oh yeah. Um, so his, so yes. his name, they like so, ellipsis <laughs> and then like the end of the last yeah. one. Yeah. So his, so David George got conflated together as Davidgior, and like <laughs> they showed him and they showed him this printout, and he looked at it and sort of went and and sort of apparently it was just like. God, I hope they don't say that because that no, that, no, 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 it's fine. And then, like, and then, like, clearly, the person who was doing the announcing was clearly like, "Oh God, this is probably like some like kind of old Cornish oh, name it's or something." Yeah. yeah, and so like puts this kind of special emphasis on it and like goes David Gill, <laughs> <laughs> and that's yes. what it said on his it's what it said on his diploma. Oh, he had to order amazing. a new one. Yes, yes, David Gill. <laughs> Incredible. Yeah. Wonderful. Of course, you know my friend, David Gior. David Gior. <laughs> like a minor Knight Lord of the, of the Rings table. character. Yeah. yeah. Um, and David Gior will answer. <laughs> i got to change my name to David Gior. I didn't realize this was on the table. Yeah, in the big book of non binary names, number one, David, David Gior. Gior. Number two, Kai. Hmm. Hmm. Jesse. Yeah. There you go. Classic. Yeah. yeah. Classic gender um, neutral names. Yeah, classic gender neutral names. So, uh, yeah, um, George, George can't can't believe that they've you know been been approached to write a TV show. 
And um, George has not been approached. Jerry has yeah, been approached. Yeah, yeah. At this point, yeah. George is not involved. George yeah. horns in on Jerry's deal. Yeah. And then George is like. George inserts himself so hard into this. <laughs> and George yeah. is like, so, yeah. How hard can it be? Look at all the junk on TV. That's kind of a turn to camera moment. It is, yeah. Mm. There are lots of. They have a lot of that, yeah. There are lots of those. Like the best mm. one, the best ones is like when there's repeated, um, repeated versions of the same line, which is, what, Raya is a sitcom? Beautiful. Mm, Beautiful. Yeah. Um, he's pitching to Jerry that he could be a gymnastics teacher who's trying to force his son to get into gymnastics. <laughs> and then he's like, what if you ran an antique store and then you like, you know, solve people's problems when they come in? And he's like, I run an antique store. Why would I get involved in people's lives? To be fair, that literally exists. Does it? Yeah. It used to, like, it, it's a sort of BBC kind of daytime sort of semi-soap. So- Antiques Roadshow, but where they're like... But it was like it was set in an antique shop, and it's about the owners selling antiques and getting involved in the customers' lives. It literally exists, but I, there's no particular reason to think that the Seinfeld writers would know about it. <laughs> Jerry, I picture this. You're just like a having, Ford a, having a salesman. go at Pebble Mill at one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like um, Jerry. Here's an idea for you: homes under the hammer. People are buying houses at auction. And you follow their journey to see what renovations they're doing and how it turns out. You're going to need spiky <laughs> hair. It's such a fucking stupid. But it's, you, so, like, it's great. A great yeah. bit of fucking like television. It's right in front of all of the bloody treadmills at the gym. They're playing Homes Under the Hammer every time I'm there. Yeah. I'm always watching. You and former Premier League footballer uh, Dwight York are going to... <laughs> Wait, it's, it's not Dwight, Dwight York. York on it's, no, it's not <laughs> Dwight York. It's not Dwight York. That it's another. Be true. It's another former footballer, but it's not Dwight York. It's um, hang on, Paul Merson. That would be good. I'd watch that. You're talking about Dion Dublin. That's it. It's Dion Dublin. Dion yeah. Dublin. <laughs> I've mixed up. I've mixed up my Yorks and Dublins. Two men with city surnames: Dwight York and Dion Dublin. Two extremely impressive cathedral cities. That is true. That is true. Can't go wrong with a nice cathedral. Uh, Dion really Dublin, can't. of course, named oh, God, after I love a cathedral. Sir Michael nice cathedral right Dublin, um, the inventor of uh, multiplication. <laughs> God, you really pushed through that. the conversation <laughs> to get that one out, didn't you? Yeah, yeah, yeah you really, really happy with that. I kind of feel like you've had that written for a while and you've just been using, like, just waiting for an excuse for it to come up. Has Exeter got a good cathedral? Oh, yeah. Yeah, no, it's quite a nice cathedral. But it has to be to be a city, doesn't it? Bloody. Mm. Although not anymore, they've changed it. I don't, I don't have anything I'm to add to, to that. But they've like, to gin up some sort of emotional response to that. But I <laughs> like, oh sure. no. Um, yeah, because Brighton's days, it. Brighton's a city. Don't, now. Even, need a city. don't even need a cathedral. Um, oh, these days, you say you're a city. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> Brighton, because Brighton is a city and it doesn't have a cathedral. Yeah, they and should it's shit and all. We're not going to do Milo's anti-Brighton mm. screed. Anti-Brighton. I've been to Brighton. Yeah. It's all right. No, not too much of that. It's all right. It's fine. No, but th- th- right. This is the problem. With Dog. Run down. This is the problem. Not the problem. We with are going to do with Brighton because Brighton is just like any other English seaside town, i.e., moderately shit. The only nice seaside towns are in the southwest. It's Every not a other seaside town is a seaside city. It's a town. It's a town. It's a town. Show me the fucking cathedral then, Phoebe. <laughs> oh, you know why it is? Because it has a university. 
That's why it's a city. You know what it doesn't do? It does not rock. Fucking Aberystwyth has a goddamn no. university, and that is not yeah, a city. Yeah, Warwick has a university. Warwick's not a city. Yeah, it is. is Warwick it? has a cathedral and as well. Aberystwyth being a fucking city is a mile square. Warwick doesn't have a cathedral. Pretty sure it does. The population doubles during term time. Yeah, anyway, obviously. um... Uh, my, the point is, Brighton gets this. Brighton is very expensive, and it gets yeah. this rep as being like, no, like Brighton's really nice. No, it's not materially different from fucking Walton on the Nays or Skegness. It's just like full of twats, and Where therefore people Skegness? assume that it's nice. I've it's never Lincoln. It's in Lincolnshire, okay. It, but it's it's not a million miles from Hull, right? And because it has a weird name, <laughs> no, I think people UK, often get it? a Yorkshire vibe from Skegness. Yeah, I've always assumed that Skegness was Yorkshire. Because usually something which has a really mental name is usually in Yorkshire or the West Country. Well, Dungeness sounds like it should be in Yorkshire, but it's not. It's in, in Kent. It's kind of, well, it's sort Great cram. Kent towards kind of Sussex. Well, in Dungeness. Great kind of crab at Dungeness. I, re- I really no. want to go to Dungeness because I want to see the World War II sounds. Dungeness actually a great middle name. <laughs> oh, that is a great middle name. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's what I'm going to call my child. Yeah. The Vicky or Dungeness. Yeah. <laughs> Dinosaur skeleton. There you go. <laughs> absolutely right. smashed it. The midwife Perfect. shakes your hand. Great name. <laughs> absolutely terrific. God, yeah. Can you fucking smashed it. They're like bloody Doctors hell. Doctors writing enough. it down going, <laughs> they're going to oh. love this down at the registry office. Where did you get David Gior from? <laughs> it's actually an Excel error. <laughs> you might make it onto page down. four of the Metro. Uh, that is right. Missed connection. Your name was David Gior. <laughs> I'm confident there is only one. Um, right. Uh, well, like the Highlander. To, it's Jer- yeah, that's right. There can be only one David Gior. Uh, Newman and... If you give someone that name, they become immortal. Newman and Kramer are swapping Newman's motorcycle helmet for oh. Kramer's radar detector in Joey's apartment. Jerry it says to Newman, you're cheating him. A radar detector is worth a lot more than a motorcycle helmet. Newman's like, don't tell him that. And then um, after Newman leaves, he go, t- Jerry turns to Kramer and says, does that thing work? And Kramer goes, nah. Yeah, here's, here's my comment about this. Who the fuck is this guy? Newman? Oh, he never, is. Cra- never seen this motherfucker before. Well, he is, up to his name. Gave he is, Kramer he's a new a fucking, man. Yeah. He, he's enough. Kramer's friend and First Jerry's. First of his family to ascend to the Senate. Yeah. He is, uh, he is the uh, polar moral opposite to Gary Oldman. Right. right. I see. Come on, that's good. It would have to be new woman. No, it wouldn't. Feeling like <laughs> a whole new woman. No, it wouldn't. Man, yeah, Newman. I feel like a new woman. <laughs> Enjoy him over the, over the course of the episode. Um, Man, I feel like a woman, oh Jerry. Oh, God. Oh, God. No, I hate that. <laughs> That don't impress me much, Jerry. <laughs> Jerry. Jerry. Uh, yeah, this is uh, Jerry's mortal arc. enemy and Kramer's <laughs> friend, Newman. To be fair, you've only seen him in one episode beforehand. Before this. Mm. Newman's an A. Like, he's a relatively new character. That's the royal um, you. I haven't seen him in any episodes because I've only watched the ones that I've been told to watch. Sure. And the, the one about the when they're in the taxi and they get mistaken for a Nazi guy. I did yep. watch that and I really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. It's, it's a great episode. It's a classic. At my own time, like some sort of loser. Not even for a podcast. I'm watching Seinfeld. Imagine watching clock. something not for a podcast. I know. And then I found out the second way in which I've been fucked over here, which is that Elaine isn't in the episode. 
No, sorry. she is a little, she's... but she's sort of not there. And I wrote, she's like, when she is in the episode, not... she's snogging though, which she is. That is true. I found quite traumatizing. I'll be yeah, honest. Yeah, it's hot. I didn't Guys, need she's to be confronted with Elaine snogging another man. I didn't need to yeah, see that. Yeah, she's wearing a kind of. Like, I know it's happening, but do I need to see it? She's wearing a kind <laughs> of like kind of modern kind of wedding dress kind of dress, and she's got a kind of big scrunchie in her hair, and you know, mm. whole mm. vibe. This is Phoebe Fantastic. ASMR. That's right. Oof. Phoebe gives a sexy description of Julia Louis Dreyfus. <laughs> she's wearing a very long dress. You, you can't have that segment. It's going to be no, dangerous for Milo. You just physically cannot <laughs> do that. Uh, she's saying, milk. <laughs> and you're, <laughs> you're doing a an ASMR description of a sexy Julia Louis-Dreyfus outfit, and you're doing it in the Dasher mm. voice. That's right. That's the most calculated right. Uh, Julia Crochet waistcoat. <laughs> crochet waistcoat whispered gently. It's very weird to me. I'll never forget the day when Riley was trying to convince everyone that the correct way to say waistcoat was waistcoat. And then in unison, we all went, so no, much. it isn't. <laughs> Every no. time I fucking put on a waistcoat, I, I think to myself, yeah. nice waistcoat. Wesker. And then Wesker. Riley's going, I think you'll find him. We're all going, no, 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 <laughs> no. Like, it's one of Where's, the early has he, Sorry, has no. he been going around for 31 years saying Westcott? The, the best part of that is when he tried to convince everyone, he Googled it and he found out that it is a pronunciation, but it's archaic. And he still presented <laughs> that as if it proved his point. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, actually, I think if, you were, if we were having this argument in the 18th century, you'd be pretty embarrassed right now. <laughs> you start to feel pretty dumb right about now. Yeah, you'd be, you'd be talking on the other side of your it's powdered wig. Dasha. Um, Westcott. Dev, are you Westcott. making notes on this episode? <laughs> Are you doing no. another podcast <laughs> about this podcast afterwards that we don't know about? I can't break kayfabe like that, man. I can't tell you about that podcast. No, my only <laughs> notice is a David Gill Dungeness dinosaur skeleton. That's okay. all I've written down so far. Okay, yeah. Okay. I'm nice. looking forward to you coming across this note and being like, what the fuck is this? Mm. Because, like, honestly, like, whenever anything happens on mic, I literally just don't know about it. Like, we had a very, yeah. ni- we had a very nice comment um, from a listener today about uh, about the show, and they were talking about how much they liked a bit that we did about uh, like about girl boss Roll Dahl, and I was like, I don't remember that. No, I don't, I don't remember, remember it at all. Remember remember nice that. comments from your listeners. Oh what? yeah, our listeners are delightful. They're delightful babies. I think our most baffling fans are our fans who like the show but have never seen a single episode of Seinfeld and have not been watching it in order to listen to the show. I think they're my favourite of our listeners. Yeah, they're absolutely yeah, my favourite. They're, they're here purely for the chaos. They are clean and unsullied and we purely love them. for the bits. They're, yeah, they're tabula yeah. rasa. They're coming in just for stuff like <laughs> Davidki or Dinosaur like Skeleton. Whenever <laughs> listeners get in touch to say that they like a certain bit, I'm always like, that's so nice of you. Thank you so much for listening. And then think, what the fuck did we say? That? I, I don't we should add a that. Patreon tier for £100 a month that just says, I am David Gior Dinosaur Skeleton. <laughs> and David Gior Dinosaur Skeleton this week is... Yeah. We give it out as an award. Yeah. Um, Roll Dahl Girl Boss. Right. Roll Dahl Girl Boss. Yeah, yeah, I, don't, yeah I don't know. I have no idea. <laughs> My name is Girl Boss yeah, David Gior Roll Dahl. Um, we cut to George and Jerry in the cafe and George is saying salsa is now the number one condiment in America. And they're like, yeah, when a Spanish person says it, 
you know, how do they do? Because they're saying like, if they're trying to order seltzer, people will think they're saying salsa. You know, it is so recently that I've even understood what this bit is because I've heard them as saying like, well, then how do they tell the difference between that and salsa? Because I didn't know what seltzer was. So I was just like, why do they keep saying just salsa and salsa in slightly different? Like, what? what's the joke mm. there? But now I yeah. get it. Mm. Americans little, uh, fucking love seltzer. Little snapshot seltzer. from my life there. The white claw. Do people love to do people love to say salsa? Now I'm thinking about it. I actually quite like saying it. Salsa. It is fun. Salsa. That's my salsa. Give me a salsa. I want the salsa. I got it. That's my salsa. salsa. Going to a salsa class, but it's just for salsa making. Yeah. This reminds me of when I was gifted for my birthday by my sister one of those gifts that's just an albatross around your neck. Um mm. which was a sushi making class. At Yo oh, Sushi. God. You know, we've literally talked about this on the show before. Oh, have we? <laughs> yeah, we have. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> sushi making class at Yo Sushi. something which Jesus is seared Christ. into your consciousness. It's just amazing <laughs> that, A, you'd want to learn to make sushi at yeah. Yo Sushi. Why not? Like, why, why not? Like, like having Yo a fucking... Sushi. Like a like a steak cooking class at fucking McDonald's. Like, what are you, what is going on there? Um... Yeah, and then every yo they were just like, you just need to phone up a yo sushi and make an oh, appointment. Jesus. Then everyone I phoned, they're like, yeah, we don't do that. Here. Yeah, this is why experience <laughs> gifts are the worst things in the mm. world because that like it looks like someone's giving you a present, but what they're giving you is a fucking big admin headache. Yeah, they're giving like, you a task. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Giving, like don't give me homework for my yeah, birthday. Like, one voucher for getting domed off. <laughs> Redeemable at any one of your choice if they'll accept the voucher. Yeah, that's that's the only gift that I ever give out, and they're all only accepted by me. Yeah, <laughs> that's right. A gift for getting domed off one time. Mm. I made George for his birthday what, dome last you year. Off? No, it was a, it was a. Uh, <laughs> yeah, she got it me was in. like a di- like a, dispens- yeah. a, disp- a dispensation. <laughs> dispensation card for being like tried at the um at the international criminal horny court you <laughs> were subpoenaed <laughs> and it had like a little <laughs> it, like drew like a little logo of the like at the international criminal horny court in the court he's still got it he's still got it in the yeah, drawer yeah it's based in Den Horny <laughs> yeah. in Hornland yeah that's yeah. Right. Mm. Mm. yeah. Do you, this is an all-time low amount of episode talked about. I George think. in the dock at the horny court. I'm not gonna. No, don't answer that. Um, I'm gonna that. answer that after the seltzer salsa. <laughs> you're thing, not gonna like the answer. George is like, this is the show. It's like it's about nothing. Remember when we were in that Chinese restaurant? That would make a great episode of a show. Uh, and it's like, aha. Exactly. There was a lot um, of look to cameras, and, and it was like <laughs> so many. Yeah. And then George is like, "I could be a I character." People are always saying, "I'm quite a character." <laughs> <laughs> True. Yeah, but, like, but they suggest other character people who could be characters, and they're like, "Kramer could be a character," and she was like, "Kramer is a character. He's Kramer a character. Is quite a character." Mm. But what is good about this is that it is simultaneously meta because it is um, because it is acknowledging the artificiality of the show. It's uh, describing the thinking behind the show, and it's also at the same time making fun of people who think that people are interested in them joking around with their friends. So it's like it's an mm. indictment of podcasting as well. Like yeah. it's also like it is a <laughs> it is a prescient indictment of of the podcast tendency. 
And allow us to remind you, listener, you love it. You absolutely love it. Look, I mean, you can say people don't like this, but I've looked at my bank account recently and people seem to like it. People Mm. people love a Westcott. I I looked at my bank account recently and there was no money in it, but there was a message that said, love the podcast, Devin. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, man. I had to make a deposit. I can get these these Monzo notifications. It's just a little picture of Dev's face. And it's like, stop doing this. The Monzo was coming from inside the house. Um, and then it cuts to Jerry's part where Kramer is saying, I don't like the idea of a character based on me. And then he's like, okay, on one condition, I want to play him. And then Jerry's like, but you can't act. Again, it's so... It's good. It's so cheeky. Mm. Newman bursts in. He's been pulled over by the cops. His radar detector didn't go off. He's pissed off. He wants his helmet back and he wants Kramer to pay the ticket. And then Kramer's like, no, no, you, you took that radar detector at your own risk. And then Jerry's like, buyer beware. Good opportunity for Jerry to use Latin there, but he doesn't do so. So negative points for that. Caveat empty. That was pretty good, sure. <laughs> Are you doing a bit? No. <laughs> I've never done a bit in my Phoebe, entire life. Phoebe has said a Latin phrase like almost correct, but slightly wrong. And she obviously knows that's what she's done. And she's like <laughs> daring me to correct her. Caveat empty. Yeah. How you say it? Caveat empty is when you're giving someone a caveat, but there's no substance to it. That's right. That's what it means. Um, uh, One of my favorite things that Nate told me about his time in the army was that people were always misusing the word caveat. It was like, Mm. because you just get, you'd be like gathering all the men around and like saying something about, okay, we're going to do this. And then he's like, and then invariably someone would just go, just to caveat off what the commander said and then just like make just like an additional point. It's like, that's not what a caveat is. But. (laughs) People just thought that that was like the smart way of saying, like, can I also say something? So, like, so. And it is. And they were right. So, yeah. like, reading kind of Reddit speak, but like out loud. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Grunts have definitely like, read it. Something, something that I've clocked recently. Um, just like to triangulate your maps. Uh, we'll, uh... <laughs> yeah. Um, the, it's what the... British cops do. It's yes, the same thing. It it's is. Like, it is. You yourself and the gentleman, you were uh, in the midst of a discussion with the lady. Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. So you were discoursing with yourself. Something, um, yourself have, is so something good. that I have At which point clocked. you dispersed from the premises. Good grief. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I've gone so, quiet to let you do this, but Milo Thank you very not. much, Deb. <laughs> Milo will not. Milo is a horrible squawking parrot. Yeah, I'm a sodge. What can I'm we gonna, say? He's a sodge. <laughs> I'm going to... I'm going to put a cloth over Milo's cage. That's how I'm going to deal with this situation. What, like I'm an ortolan? Like you're a minor bird. Yeah. That's what my mum's always trying to do to me. Whenever she thinks that I'm like getting overexcited, she's like, I'll put a cloth over your cage. Not mm. funny. And you're like, what cage? What cage? What cage? There's no cage. Yeah, um, your mum's hiding your shame from God. <laughs> quite right. It's a large shame. Mm. Anyway, so in the, it's not even that interesting. That it's not up. even that interesting. Yeah, but it's worth it's, getting to at this point. It, but it's worth getting mm. to at this point because otherwise it's just annoying. Um, something that I've clocked recently in like anything written by Americans or like sort of North Americans mm. online is that they now use the word express instead of said. And I yes. hate uh, it. Yes, they do. You're absolutely Where right. has this come from? Is it Reddit? Do I blame? Is it another thing that I blame Reddit for? 
Uh, you can blame this them. Is a, uh, this is a purely visual medium, but uh, just in case uh, you're not oh, watching sorry. along, uh, Dev just yeah. shrugged. <laughs> as soon as someone, if any, this, and this happens to me periodically, like you'd be at a party or whatever, and like talking to someone you've just met about something, and they'll like go like, "Oh yeah, there's a really great subreddit," and then I'm immediately like, "I'm leaving." Like you're the kind of person that like been a good chat doesn't by. accidentally end up on Reddit occasionally because you've clicked a ring link. You like go on Reddit. And there are subreddits that you read, and then you recommend this is very nice them thing, to considering people. the first thing I said on this podcast recording was about a subreddit. <laughs> um, <laughs> and you know what? It was a bad story. I'll grant you. Look, it wasn't Milo funny. has no <laughs> object permanence. <laughs> Literally, the first fucking thing <laughs> was about the maps with no New Zealand subreddit. <laughs> Yeah, something I also hate is people who people who put their foot in it all the time. I re- I can't stand people who are socially maladroit and don't listen to what maladroit. other people say. Uh, no, maladroit. I, I want to be clear. I'm going to defend myself. Oh boy, he's maladroit. You can't see him. He's fucking maladroit. <laughs> Thank you. He's maladroit. He's maladroit. Hey. He's a maladroit. He hasn't got any mistress. Mm. I don't know what that was. Sort of, uh, you know what? We've been recording for quite a long time. Someone so we're recently doing a pointed out on an episode of this podcast. Mm. I, I might have been an episode of Britainology. I can't remember. I described something like a few minutes apart as being both gauche and maladroit. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Good yeah. grief. Mm. Maladroit. 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 Inspector Maladroit. That is right. <laughs> you will find mm. I'm quite rude. And this is uh, <laughs> this is the famous diamond, the pink panther. That is right. Um, yeah. Anyway, now what? Everyone thinks that the pink panther was a pink panther, but it wasn't. It, it was, was a, a diamond. <laughs> um, I anyway. miss pink panther bars. They were nice. Jerry and George are at NBC in a in a meeting. It's just a stream of consciousness there. <laughs> They're waiting just for the meet. They're nothing. waiting for the meeting. George is freaking just a out. Just dreamscape. This is yeah. art, Dev. This is contemporary art. Yeah. <laughs> this is Sonne Lumiere, except yeah. with no Lumiere. Yeah. Exactly. And then Jerry's like, why are you so worried about the NBC executives? And then George goes, they're men with jobs, Jerry. Which, you know. Yeah, that is true. <laughs> yeah, I don't want to meet, meet a man with I don't want to meet a man with a job. Can you imagine? Absolutely not. What would I say What's to him? What's he going to a job for? To meet other blokes? Meet, meet, probably meet other blokes. Yeah. To do his spreadsheet, send his emails yeah. to a bloke, probably. Mm. Send that they encounter Joe Devola, the insane writer. Um, mm, and then Jerry Joe gets Devola. up and goes to shake his hand and he goes, you're under no obligation to shake my hand. Um, Joe Devola has like a Unabomber energy. I am aware that the representation of Joe Devola's um, unwellness is probably extremely problematic and would not be put in a TV show now and uh, has not aged terribly well. But by the same token, I fucking love him as a character mm, he and good. like he's just like a weird guy that's his affect at this Ooh, point um, you keep watching I know you have to keep watching because it's your yeah. job but like yeah, no, yeah. But also <laughs> Ooh, Ooh, will, yeah. stay tuned you'll stay tuned lads <laughs> you'll find out what happens um, but I just I just love him as a, I just love him as a character and um, I just think it's great. Jerry making conversation is like, you're really into karate, right? And he's like, why are you going to hit me? Yeah, sorry. Like, <laughs> it's such a good, it's such a good account of like a just a real kind of like oddball mm. creative person. Yeah, 
Um, Somebody who Jerry I'm sure that we all uh, we all he accidentally mentions Kramer's party and then he's like Kramer's having a party I didn't know anything about this and then Jerry's like oh no I need to call Kramer and then they get called in for the meeting so he can't call Kramer and then and then he's like reassuring George again and he's like you're just as good as any of those guys in there and then George is like you really think so and Jerry's like no he's also uh, is it when that when you find out that he's got the same shrink as Elaine who Elaine is currently on holiday in Europe with oh, yes yeah yeah it yeah. is yeah. Yeah, I failed to note that. Yeah. Um, and also, every so often, you get a kind of smash cut to the European holiday when the psychiatrist, who quite frankly should be struck off, he is a terrible well, psychiatrist. Kind of hot, though. You're not even, not even kind of hot. Do- I'll say he's do- fully hot. Who, Dr. Aston? Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. I think he looks like a kind of, he looks like a skull. Well, we don't have to explore that if we don't he have to. More, <laughs> he bears more than a time, passing resemblance to Joe DeVola. Oh, interesting. I think he looks like a kind of more skeletal Anthony Stewart head. Anthony Stewart head, the inventor of the head. The inventor of the head, that's <laughs> the right. Inventor of head. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the inventor of dome. Yeah, Anthony Stewart dome. Yeah. That's his name. Yeah, Anthony the inventor Stewart. of the millennium dome. dome. <laughs> Getting that millennium dome. Getting that millennial dome. <laughs> yeah, 11.59pm on the 31st of December 1999. Time to get that millennium dome. That's what that Prince song was Oof. about. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Uh, and Little Red Corvette was about gay sex. So, 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 do- so yeah, so Dr. Reston keeps saying, like, I'm just thinking about this patient of mine. And Elaine's like, don't think about that. We're on vacation and then it's revealed that Dr. Reston has forgotten to either leave him his prescription or leave mm. him his medication. So yeah. we're, we, we, we can safely assume that we will hear more about Joe DeVola and his mental state. We can. So we then we have the pitch meeting um, where they ask George if he's written anything they might know. And then he comes up with an excellent lie where he says, La Cucina, an off-Broadway play about a Mexican chef. Called Pepe. Yeah, with miners making the food. And that's what makes it so funny. I love yeah. that. It's No, it is good. And then he starts getting like way too overconfident about the idea. Yeah. yeah. Like, honestly, like mm. I find like as much as I love this storyline, as much as I love this episode, I, I find it very, very triggering because the, yeah, they're trying to persuade men with suits and jobs to buy your idea and then going a little bit hog wild on your idea and like kind of seeing the light die in their eyes. It's a very, it's a very unpleasant thing to have to watch mm. from a, as a third party. Mm. Um, they're like, uh, he, George goes to sum it up with one word, nothing. And uh, then the secretary comes in and she's like, oh, Mr. Dalrymple, that's, there's a call for you. And then George tries to spell it. And then he goes, not even close. And then he goes, is that with a Y? And the guy goes, no. <laughs> it's so good. It's so the thing good. is that George spelled it with an I. And so I think I or Y are really the only two options. <laughs> I think he's just trying to uh, trying to move the conversation along, and I respect yeah. that. Um, uh, and then they're the saying, like, no, yeah, no. it's about nothing. Like, you know, what did you do? You came into work this morning. And then Jerry's like, Maybe something happens to you on the way to work. And then George is like, no, nothing happens. <laughs> no, it, you're just no, coming no, to work. No, nothing happens. It's, yeah, I respect that. Yeah, mm. I respect that too. Um, and then George then storms out and he's like, it's a matter of artistic integrity. And then Jerry turns to them and goes, okay, how about I manage a circus? 
So then we cut back to the cafe. Oh, that's, sorry, that's a callback to when Kramer tries to persuade him that the show should be about yeah. him owning a circus and there being a lot of freaks. And, and, and Kramer says, people want to look at freaks. <laughs> they do. It's true. <laughs> um, we cut to the cafe and Jerry is saying to George, that's ridiculous. You're not artistic and you have no integrity. That's right. And yeah. that's something that we on this show... <laughs> Absolutely. Very much support. We believe it. We believe it. Yeah. And it's like, you it's need to mantra. be, you need your head examining. You need to go to Vienna. You need to be looked at by top men. <laughs> you need a team. Yeah. Yeah. Um, it's not, not like some fucking $80 tw- once a week thing. You need a team looking at you. You need to have your head sent to a lab. Top men. George needs to be shot in a wooden crate and put in a warehouse. Yeah. Um, yeah, and the warehouse from the end like, of Raiders of the Lost Ark. Exactly. That's right. He's like, I thought the woman was cute from the meeting. I might give her a call. And Jerry's like, it's inappropriate. Yep. And suddenly things are inappropriate, are they, Jerry? Interesting, Jerry. Interesting. 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 Yeah. Mm. Uh, would you uh, feel better about it uh, if you'd done the pitch at a school? <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Yeah. Um, yeah, Jerry Seinfeld makes Waterloo Road. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> And then Jerry <laughs> and George are arguing about who gets to use the phone first because Jerry wants to call Kramer and George wants to call Susan. Um, we, then actually is when we get Elaine and the psychiatrist on holiday and he mentions his patient who's probably off his meds. Pass him. Um, we then cut to Jerry and Kramer. He's very easily mollified on this particular front. Mm. He's such a bad doctor. Yeah. He's mollified, He's mollified by, by Julia Louis-Dreyfus going okay, into, you yeah, should yeah, kiss yeah, me fine. some more. Like, you're not saying, that would work on me as well. Okay, yeah, yeah. fine, all like, right. Like, yo, how about some of this pussy? And the guy's like, you make a good point. Yeah, ex- good point, well argued. Yeah. I bet she's got, like, absolute, just, like, top-level excellent pussy, I reckon. Oh, God, pussy gotta be. from the warehouse, from the end of the Raiders of the Lost Yeah. Star. She's got <laughs> some, like, fucking shit you've never even heard of before. Yeah, mm. I reckon. You're looking at it like, what even is that? Yeah. She's like, just fuck it. <laughs> Don't ask questions. It's got that mysterious third pair of lips. We talked about you bringing in your little fan fiction. It's, it's opening and closing <laughs> like, <laughs> like, the, like the iris at the start of a James Bond film. <laughs> <Ba-da, ba-da. laughs> That's the noise Julie Dreyfus makes when she goes. Really, really do appreciate you making that accessible to me by... Have you ever heard of God tier pussy? <laughs> Look here, 007. Seems like regular pussy, yes? Well, <laughs> I got fucking you obliterated by button. a guy at, at fucking uh, Abby's party recently where he just overheard me make two Q voice jokes a little too close together and he said, <laughs> absolutely dead, pal. He just goes, Oh, I see. You don't have any other frame of reference. And I'm like, Man. <sighs> Come who on. Said, who said this to you? I'll kill him. No, to be fair, like he, he was good. We had a good back and forth where he's just being like a little bit too rude the entire time as like yeah. a bit. I think that was yeah, the way he not, was. Yeah, but he I, did I, do, I do not. There. No. Do I do not try appreciate and bring the back holes back in that. one piece, 007. It's <laughs> getting ruined by this guy. Yeah. I, do not, I do not appreciate that. If I see him that. again, I will kill him, though. Um, like, yeah, he's a legal killer. Like people, who are, yeah. people who are like a little bit like a little bit rude, like over-familiarly rude during, during bits. Mm. Yeah. Mm. I do not uh, like it. Uh, oh, that was his entire thing. The podcast would like to state that Devin will not kill that man. <laughs> 
I it's think an, Devin should kill that man. It's an threat of violence against an unnamed person. I think exactly. we're okay here. Exactly. Oh, we're okay. Fine. Yeah, I guess we're that is true. Fine. Yeah, no, I, I don't probably like, won't even do it. I don't like the I don't like the rude I don't like the rude bits. I think that people should be nice to me all the time. Oh, I love it when people are nice to me. It's one of my favorite yeah. things, truly. Yeah. I like it when people make jokes to me like, oh my God, isn't it funny how you're so pretty and funny? Like, that's the kind of joke I like. That's why I've primarily befriended comedy podcasters, the nicest <laughs> yeah. people in the world. That's right. <laughs> La- last night, um, uh, uh, Phoebe and uh, her boyfriend, George, and me and my girlfriend, Roja, were hanging out and uh, Roja and Phoebe started getting on dangerously well. And at one point, <laughs> Roja told Phoebe that she was absolutely right about something. And George said, no, you don't understand. This is fun for you now, but she's going to take that home with her and then I'll have to deal with it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're fucked. I'm sorry. <laughs> and, yet, and yet, I was absolutely right. <laughs> that's the bit i'm probably were. taking away yeah that's the bit i'm fixating um, on jerry and kramer are discussing devola george shows up with susan this is where kramer's been kicked in the head by yeah. devola um but he was saved by newman's helmet um and then uh there's this w- weird throwaway bit where jerry gets a cold call about like changing his phone service provider and he's like oh, why don't you give me a number and i'll call you later and then he's like, oh, we're not allowed to do that. He's like, oh, you don't want people calling you at home? And then the guy's like, yeah, that's right. And he's like, well, now you know how I feel. And the studio audience cheer. So they go that studio audience laugh track was insane on that yeah, line. I like also they, wrote that down. Like, they think like, yeah, this is you owned a call center worker. Yeah, like, <laughs> it's just like, what? oh, okay, you're being... It's just a guy with a job, a, man. Just a guy, has like, to do yeah. this. Just a guy with a job. It's not like he's not. It's not aimed at you. It's not personal. You're Jerry. not talking to Mister John Call Center, the inventor of the call center. But then again, <laughs> as we have discussed, mm. you know, on Once episode Passon, mm. he is very infuriated by other people's jobs. Oh, completely. Why don't you get a real job like being one. a stand-up comedian? That's right. Everyone should be a stand-up comedian. It's not a real job. Everyone job. is these days, am <laughs> I right? right. Oh, Have a hell. look at the stand-up comedians oh. in Parliament. Everyone's a oh, comedian. What was that? That was just my kind of like Looney Tunes character oh, I voice. I thought I it was sort. maybe a Newman thing, but... Uh. No, it did sound a bit yeah, newman in bit retrospect, Newman-y. but that wasn't what I was going for. Mm. Everyone's a comedian, Jerry. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that was Newman. alarmingly synchro. It was, yeah. Maybe we spent uh, too much time together. Yeah. Uh, this is when Kramer drinks the out of date milk and Seinfeld's like, isn't that out of date? And then Kramer does a theatrical vomit all over Susan. Um, who we haven't established. Um, yeah. No. We're not really. Susan is a woman in a waistcoat. She's a nice woman. <laughs> the last who was at the, the pitch meeting who um, Costanza calls up. Turns out that she was into the concept of the, uh, the show about nothing. Mm. A ridiculous thing yeah. to be into, but. She wanted some Costanza. Yeah, so she comes to the apartment to tell them that, but is instead thrown up on by Kramer. Classic, Classic bait and switch. Absolutely. Yeah, you think you're here for a meeting? Wow. Think again. Yeah, it's a real kind of fear and pity, tragic hero downfall situation mm. there. It is, but it's a classic, isn't it? Well, that does so often happen to George. Yeah. It he does. is a tragic hero. He's, He's having Leah. tragic downfalls so often. <laughs> Lots of tragic downfall. 
I've once per episode. He loves, he loves to have a fatal flaw. King Lear, the inventor of the lascivious look. <laughs> <laughs> Macbeth, the inventor of girls called Beth. That's right. That's right. Mm. That is right. That's right. <laughs> or the inventor of the Mac. <laughs> Rain, Hamlet, computer, the inventor know. of very, very small hams. <laughs> the inventor no, right. of the village. <laughs> um, yeah. No, not the inventor of the village. The ve- the inventor of very small hams. Okay. <laughs> the inventor of the village. No, yeah. no, no small hams. No small hams. It's funny for the person with the name to have invented something similar to their name, but that's not actually their name. Like <laughs> Sir Michael Fork, the inventor of the knife. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. Really similar. Or Hamlet, the inventor of the village. The little hams. Yeah. Little hams. Tiny, tiny hams. Tiny, tiny hams. Tiny, tiny skeleton hams. Every now and then. Every one <laughs> hour, 18 minutes. Every now and then I'm tiny ham. Right. Okay. <laughs> Please, um, God. We're all going Jerry insane. Jerry and George are in the cafe. Jerry's yes. like, he only vomited on her. It doesn't mean it's off. You know, I'm sure if Hitler had vomited on Chamberlain, Chamberlain would still have given him Czechoslovakia. Fairly accurate satire of Neville Chamberlain, to be yeah. honest. Yeah, you get a great. So, although to be fair, I kind George of feel there. like Chamberlain's Chamberlain's legacy is sufficiently tainted that, like, you don't need to like get Chamberlain's ass. I feel like Chamberlain's <laughs> ass has been got. Yeah, Chamberlain <laughs> yeah. also does does look a bit like a silent film actor. Who does Chamberlain? Chamberlain. He has the energy of like a like a Buster Keaton or a, a Charlie Chaplin sort of. I'm you not know. sure I know what he looks like. Find me a picture well, of imagine, imagine those well, two. Well, I am imagining it, but it's not helping me. Also, his name's Neville. Yeah, that's unfortunate. I think there should be more Neville. I think Neville, Neville should... Neville was unfortunate at any point in be, history as well. Should be revived. He doesn't look like... No, look at him there. Like he's so... He's... No, he looks like a bit yeah, part in a 60s musical. I... Oh, God, there he is, shaking hands with Hitler. That's not ideal, is it? That's one of those, that's like the kind of... Yeah, that's one the, of those photos that you really don't you want You just really have. just want to get rid of on the internet. That's like one of those... It's pic- not ideal. You know those pictures of like every single pretty much either rich person or celebrity like hanging out with Ghislaine Maxwell? That's mm. this, but in yeah. like the in the 30s. But, but also it's a bit like it's a bit like the Jeremy yeah, Corbyn our friends in Hamas thing, isn't it? It's like, well, if you're Neville Chamberlain and you've been sent to negotiate with Hitler by the government, you can't really be like standing there with your arms folded. Yeah, but you can't turn up to a meeting with this guy and be like, <laughs> yeah, yeah this you, is you have fine. To, <laughs> you have to look what he did at the meeting, so not good. No. I d- it's not the handshake I have a problem with. It's more no, the other but stuff. It's just, it's just a regrettable picture. Yeah. To come they up. actually look like they don't like each other very much. They're sort of stood next to each other, kind of frowning. It's yeah. a bit like one of those like overly washed out Vice disposable camera pictures from a party. They're like a know? kind of yes, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. What the house party review? They're like two different <laughs> DJs who don't like each other very much. Who are just the like for the smoking audience, area. They're definitely looking at a picture, but due to the setup of how we record this, I'm not yeah. also seeing it. We're so looking I'm just at extrapolating. A of, <laughs> so I'm going to send it to you. It's no, it's a a, I, I, I can concept like you. A picture of you shaking hands with Hitler is really one of the all-time pictures that you would hate to have come out. Yeah, like yeah. Look, Dev, I'm going to I'm going to split this. To, in the hard to have a worst. Oh yeah, you I want know you to experience this. Do you want my response to this? That's fine. I, That's like I, I at the moment, I'm like this actually <laughs> okay with body. I'm okay with body shaming. It's a good picture. I'm okay with body shaming. Like. 
He was he was an ugly fucker, wasn't he? No, Hitler looks so hipster in this picture. It's unreal. Like yeah. Hitler could be like any guy on Brick Lane. <laughs> yeah, in this picture. He really could. So perturbed by yeah. Chamberlain's presence. Oh, this is fantastic. Yeah, Neville Chamberlain looking increasingly like Eddie the Eagle in this picture. <laughs> is it Eddie the Eagle I'm thinking of? No, I know Sam who is. Sam the Eagle. Sam the Eagle. Yeah. Eddie yeah. the Eagle was, uh, was a ski a jumper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. <laughs> yeah, weirdly Neville Chamberlain is wearing skis. In that <laughs> um, and it's blue. Yeah, weird. Weird that he's blue. <laughs> Very weird. This picture um, has such a bizarre energy to it. I need to close this tab, otherwise I'm just going to keep looking at it. Oh, oh! It's actually at this point in the episode where Kramer's been kicked in the head by Devola. Yeah, slightly mm. later. It's slightly anyway. Later. The helmet saved him. Uh, yeah, because like Jerry and, and Jerry Kramer have like, like, it's like all a Elaine's kind of... fault for taking the psychiatrist on holiday. Like Jeremy, like Jeremy, 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 <laughs> and, Jeremy and Kramer. Jeremy Seinfeld. Jeremy Seinfeld. Jeremy bloody Seinfeld. Jeremy bloody Seinfeld. And, mm. and he's ruined civility in sitcoms. And Cramy, mm. but that's his name. Um, Cramish, mm. Cramish, Cramish. Uh, they have like a kind of little row where Jerry's like, "Oh, I accidentally told Crazy Joe Devola that you didn't invite him to his party," and Cramy's like, "I don't want that nut in my house." And then later on, he bumps can't into let him. Can't nut in my house. Yeah, can't let a man nut in your house. Last time. No, no. Still cleaning the curtains. Yeah, and then we close the man's with a bit. house is his castle, Jerry. Yeah, I'm just right. not in it. Yeah, Jerry's, Thank you, Tony Martin. Jerry's talking about how vomit nice. is a social faux pas. <laughs> if you vomit on someone, there's no recovery from that. I think that's right. That's a good bit. There's this no is a Hallmark good bit. card for like, sorry, I vomited on you. Next time lunch is on me. Uh, yeah. That's good. This is a good bit. Yeah, this is a good bit. I really like this one. Solid bit. What a bit. Have you ever vomited on anyone? No. No, me People have either. definitely no. vomited on me. I don't think I've ever vomited on anyone. I've vomited on someone's... Bed one time at a house party, which is very unfortunate. unfortunate. Yeah, but it's better than on their person. It's true. It was the first. Like this was a very unfortunate. This is not one of those stories that doesn't fit with the online persona I try to cultivate, but is something that did genuinely happen to me, which is that I'd been or friends with someone online, someone for, who never vomits. Well, online persona, someone who is a little bit cooler than I am. Um, mm. <laughs> not too much, but just just but enough. A bit, a bit, just a little bit, a smidge. Um, but yeah, I'd been friends with someone on, online for quite some time, um, and I finally moved to London. They invited me to a house party, and I made a complete tit of myself. And uh, now I just quietly blocked them on Twitter, and I'm like, all right, that chapter's <laughs> oh, no. gone. Oh, that was, no, wow. I was not sure, actually. I am, I'm still mutuals with them, but it's like such a... Oh, no. Don't see in person, I'm like, my God, I need to move out of this, <laughs> this situation. <laughs> damn shame. Overindulge. Yeah, I'd see it. Oh, that is no. unfortunate. I am... Um... For me, it's always, I've been vomited on by a lot of girlfriends. Not necessarily like directly, more just like caught in the crossfire a bit. Thank you for your allyship. Yeah, I just, that has been, <laughs> Letting girls that's been the dynamic in so many of my relationships, just being like, ah, oh, you've been yeah. sick. Okay, let's sort that out, shall we? Yeah, if you let a girl vomit on you, that is reparations. <laughs> that's true. F to M reparations. That's right. Yeah. I'm going to try to avoid letting yeah. that happen though. That's the end yeah. of that bit. Yeah, because yeah. I, I watched an hour of content and I didn't realize that this was sort of a collated episode of, of two. Yeah. Neither, I, I told neither you did our guest for part two. No. <laughs> so, oh, wonderful. So, so, so everyone has had a similar experience. Yeah. Beautiful. Thank you. Yeah. Quadruple the amount of Seinfeld has been watched that needed to be. But, that's quadruple the fun. It's fine, nonetheless. Me. Yeah, absolutely. It's, one, it it's like a two-part story. 
Guys, sorry. Dev, <laughs> very much for coming on. Hey, thank well, you. Thank, thank you. you. Thank you so much. You know, it's always, been an absolute pleasure. As always, always a delight. Always a pleasure, never a chore. It's always, it's, just, it's always such a just just amiable episode. So amiable. I, uh, I'm just quite nice, I think, is really my overwhelming <laughs> overriding so personality. Nice. Someone we're asks just, me to do something, I tend to just get it done as, as soon just, as I can. We're just so like, terrifically fond of you. We just, we just like yeah. you. <laughs> The mothers have gone together. We're having a chin wag. Yeah, you know. it's nice. It's setting if the you, world to right. It's like book club, but where the book is Seinfeld, and yeah. we've not really read the book. Yeah, apart from me, mm. I've it's read cool. The book. Yeah, well, you're cool, so you've read the book. Yeah, that's right. Sure cool, that's so you've read the book. Look, I think the cool people don't read the, the cool book. The cool people read the book. Cool people were too busy doing cat to read the book. Like Keir yeah. Starmer. <laughs> like Keir Starmer. Keir Ketterman Ket Starmer. Starmer. Ket Starmer, yeah. So Ket Starmer. So Ket Starmer, <laughs> QC. Oh, such a good and The QC stands for quite coked. <laughs> <laughs> All right, that's it. We're done. Yeah, there yeah, we, we go. If you more of me, uh, you can find me on Twitter yeah. at Devon underscore on Earth. Uh, I've yeah, got a And podcast. check out Kill James Bond. Yes. Kill James Bond with um, Alice Corbett Kelly and Abigail Thorne. It's a lot of fun. Milo's been on it a couple of times. Phoebe is on the books. She will be yeah. coming on. She's booked her slot. We're opening um, up the books for Phoebe. Oh. Right. And I produced yeah. 10,000 posts, which is also good. It is. Yeah. I agree. We don't know who does it, but... We don't know. No. But I yeah, impossible hot. to know. <laughs> <laughs> it's this really hot girl called Hussein Ghazvani. <laughs> <laughs> Absolute dime hot girl shit. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Um, well, uh, we will see you all uh, next week on the bonus feed for part two of this episode. We have a Patreon. It's $3 a month. If you pay that, you get the bonus episode. You get to hear the second half. What happens? What happens? We what don't will even, happen we don't even to know. Jerry we don't and even George's bitch? Yeah. Um, and also $5 a month, you get the movie Corners. It also, if you subscribe to the bonus tier, there are two other Devon-based episodes. If you listen to this, you're like, wow, I need more Devon. Yeah. Mm. That's a way to facilitate that for yourself. It is. The first one yourself. is the, the origin of the meat, milk, or wife. It yeah. is, yeah. We haven't Me. done that for a while. We should we return. Haven't. We should revive yeah. that. Meat, milk, or wife. Meat, milk, or wife. Well, milk from or wife. our meat to your milk. Uh, goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Goodbye. <laughs>